Dom, how was Montreal? Killed mother. Yo, Dom, over here. Hey, Dom, hey. Yo, Dom. Aaron Berg, Dom Herrera. Aaron, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys know each other. I'm not sure. It's a long story. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah. We need the times. Shoot. <laughs> what do we do? Ten minutes? I'm kidding. Give me a lighted four. We uh <laughs> there's some guys that do 15 and they go, I need a light with eight minutes left. And you can <laughs> tell that they stink when they go into their big closer. Um uh, we met at the store. I'm gonna say this is a lifetime ago. This must have been almost 20 years ago, probably. And I walked up to you and I said, I'm friends with Mike Wilmot. And you said, uh -huh. Oh, so you must be disgusting. And then uh <laughs> And I was dating a girl at the time that we didn't know was going to be famous. Her name is Lauren Ash. And she's on a show called Superstore. And I saw Dom kind of look at her and he's like, I guess you're doing okay. He said that to me. I had no idea. And and she was a, she, she's a big chunky lady. And now she's uh, famous on a TV show. How you doing? How you doing? I'm trying to think of that moment. Wait, it was in Montreal? No. Comedy store. Right by the front door. This is way back when Tommy used to be at the front door. And I came down from Canada. And uh, I don't know You're who Canadian? else. Yeah, I'm from Canada. I'm American yeah, that's right. now. Yeah, I, di I didn't know that until recently, uh, Aaron. I'm Brian, by the way. Uh, good to What's meet up, you. Brian? But I I've been watching a lot of your videos. Uh, I, di I didn't know you were Canadian until recently. Yeah, I hide it very well with uh, <laughs> guns and a Dodge Ram. Most people can't tell. Did you work well, you, the, what was the, the, the big, really big comedy clubs in there? It's, yuck Yucks. Yuck Yucks. I got I to call to do Yuck Yucks. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, you got it. And I got it. I'm, I'm going to this, uh, get in a limo, going to the, and the guy says, we're looking for things. It says, Godfather of Comedy. I go, that's got to be me because I have no fucking credits. So just because yeah. I'm an Italian. He said, it must be your Godfather. Yeah, sadly, who you know who this guy is? The guy's great. I don't know him personally. You got to lean into that. I mean, all these Italian. Look at Steve. He's working. He's got no talent. Like all these uh, Italian guys, <laughs> they just lean into the Italian market. And I'm kidding. Steve's yeah. hilarious, by the way. But there's a whole bunch of guys that just do like the Italian thing now. You know what? There's a place in Niagara Falls that'll book you to do a theater just because you're Italian. Well, but uh, with Sebastian. Sebastian blew up. Uh, I remember I saw him. It might have been that time or before. And this is when Sebastian barely had five minutes. And Eleanor Kerrigan told me the story of Mitzi watching him. And he tanked his audition, but she still passed him. And then like three years later, he started blowing up. Wow. Yeah. The thing is, people get mad like at him say that I stole, that they, he stole off of me. I go, I don't fucking own Italy. No. <laughs> stealing me he does italian stuff i don't care we can stop that i don't so, even think of you as an italian comedian i just think of you as, as like this great old comic that i think it's so funny to watch you do a podcast like i feel like these two young kids convinced you to do it that's, and a, no, like, that's, exa no, that's exactly what happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 we were just like listen dom you get to stay at home yeah i don't have any friends that's, that's why yeah, and, and then they're like, trust me, it's it's going to be bigger than my space as you watch Dane Cook fly past everybody. I was at Joe Rogan's house, and he was saying to me, Dom, you got you to gotta join this stuff. There's something going on here. It's really out of my hands. And I'm thinking, Joe, yeah, I know, because he likes to work, you know.
yeah. I like to sleep. And he looks at me and he goes, you know, but I'll come and do something. Exactly. Like I was doing him favors, not knowing what the fuck's about to come, you know, yeah. come. That, that's the that's before the wave, right? Yeah. That was before all podcasting blew up. Yeah, Dom, I was talking uh, about you to my buddy the other day, and he said he he he's he's like my age, like 30, and he heard of you from Kill Tony and all those early appearances you did did on his show. Oh, yeah. The Tony Clinton. Yeah, Hinchcliffe show. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's huge. Exactly. All these guys are big now. You you used to do Rogan back when it used to be okay to say the N-word like 30 times. <laughs> oh, those are the days, huh? Oh, those <laughs> days. They can't, they can't stop me from thinking it. No. <laughs> or yelling it when you stub your toe at home. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that uh, earlier today about the blazing sail, like these saddles. With the sheriff's a new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the sheriff's a new. Yeah, nincompoop. Did you say Mike Lamont before? Mike Wilmot. Remember Wilmot. Mike Wilmot? I, I love that guy. Yeah. Is, yeah. What's her? What's his wife's name? Uh, Elaine. She's fucking funny. Yeah, funny wife. We did the two weeks with them in the, in Scotland. We had a fucking ball. He's, oh, he's one of the best dirty comedians. Do anything. I learned so much from Mike. I mean, it's just. Uh, years years and years of watching him being the best and then i went on tour with him where we would uh co-feature and he took it as such an insult because we would do it really? together you know and then i and he goes i'm i'm closing all of them of course and i go no nah, no nah, let's let's swap it up so he really didn't want to i took him that we were in kingston ontario went to this hotel this is back when i would drink so we both you know he's a heavy drinker we both polished about 12 beers in the afternoon and then we go do the show and I go, I'll, I'll go, I'll go on first. You club. And I brought it real hard for Mike and Mike does not struggle a lot. And you watched him fighting for about 20 minutes and then he got him. And then he's like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to fuck. It. All right. I'll open a few of them. And then he started <laughs> opening a few of them, but he, I mean, a killer Dom, he, he taught me, yeah, if you're going to kill for 45, you got to take a break at 15, let him breathe, and then start hammering him again. I, I learned that from him. He's a murderer. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I thought he quit, he quit drinking, no? I think he drinks wine now, and he, like, runs 5Ks. I think he had a health scare. He, he almost had, like, black <laughs> diabetes, even though he was white. So he got real scared, and then he had to start drinking wine and running and stuff. So now he's Wine's all skinny. Well, that's, a lot of that's a lot of sugar, though, in the wine. Yeah, no? I don't know. He's, now he wears, like, these mom jeans that are falling off of him. It's really good look. Right, you, you were talking about how, like, Dom's adapting to, like, you know, the, the podcast world and technology. Like, but you you've done a good job with that with the street famous stuff like yeah but I was, just, was that was that an accident or I yeah, mean I mean I used to do a show for years at Compound Media and then I wanted to mm -hmm. get out of there and do my own thing so I had a few fails like I, I went to Gas Digital I did a show called Berg's Base I was doing a show where I was going to try and bodybuild again called the Bodybuilder spelled B A W D Y such a dumb name. And, uh, and then I had like a health scare. So I stopped doing that. And then I was like, okay, what am I the best at? And it's usually stuff off the top of my head. And I'm like, I'm going to just go out on the street and treat it like all these people on the street are the actual audience. Right. So that, that started popping and I'm just going to keep trying to grow that, you know? Uh, but I'm an old man. It's like, it doesn't you're an old matter. man. I'm dead. 
it doesn't matter how funny you are as an old man. And I look at Mike too, where it's like, Mike's hilarious, but he's got friends that are less funny that are, you know, selling out arenas. So mm. it's not how it used to be back in the old days when Dom came up and, and we'd watch guys like him and be like, I can all hear you gotta you, do man. is get real funny and something's gonna happen. Right. But it's not. Now you gotta have abs, you gotta have tits, you gotta have tattoos. It's social media changed yeah, everything but, but, because what you're doing right now is great though. People. You know, what? What, you're, what you're doing the the like the, the videos that you put out on Street Famers are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great. I mean, that's exactly you know. I mean, they're funny. They're engaging. They're. Uh, I mean, they're ridiculous. You want me to play one? I got one cute. Sure. Yeah, play one. It. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Steven? Oh, here you go. Are you girls dating American? Let me go. Let me. Uh... Come on, Are you girls dating American men? No, because they're gross. <laughs> You like American men? No, I'm actually, I'm actually good. But thank you, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So no men. You guys like girls? Nice. It's cool. All right, we'll do it again. We're We're here with two really cool lesbians from Ireland, and they just moved here because they said all the best chicks to date are here in America. Progressive. Are you joking, or? (laughs) Are you joking? These are two asexual women from Ireland that moved here to America because asexuality is very commonly accepted. This is... They left. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that all started during COVID. That, that oh, the street famous. And I just started it a few months ago. Yeah, that's it, it's. I mean, what what four or five months ago? Because I feel yeah. like I saw the first like couple of videos, and then it's just been like bam. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's great. I love I love them. I think yeah, you know, all of them are. They're, Thanks. They're awesome. mm-hmm. I mean, we just want to we want to pack rooms. That's what we're trying to do with that stuff, right? It's like. Cause you watch all these young kids come up and they're selling out clubs and then you go to a club and you're like, Oh, okay. There's 40 people here. What am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause these clubs now it's not like the old days, Dom, where people would go see comedy or they'd hear like, Oh, a good guy's coming. We got to go see him. They, these people have built in fan bases now. So they're basically yeah. just like, you know, calling the shots and making door deals and people making 20 40 grand a weekend and uh you know we're just trying to get up to that point and it's not easy and when you're older it's not easy yeah but the worst thing is being bitter and nobody yeah. else's funny world you know I don't, I don't, what the fuck i don't get it well yeah. you know what somebody gets it look that's these people are laughing and happy yeah fuck yeah i stopped fuck. being bitter i think that there's there's enough out there for everybody you know you just yeah there is one thing mm-hmm. yeah and this is this is unique you know, it's not like um, they're not like typical street interviews. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I've, you know, it's it's very unique, and the and the reactions are, I mean, probably the best part too. Yeah, they're genuine. You know, and it's yeah. like people people love to go up to a camera and microphones, and they'll say really weird stuff, not knowing that people are going to see it, and it's really cool. I've seen other man on the street stuff where it's just like, "What's your favorite sign?" and it's just like all this pre-planned stuff, and I. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go on stage, I don't even have anything pre-planned. I just want to be able to go up and, you know, just just be in the moment. And that's what I'm taking to the streets, too. Yeah, ain't it interesting how the whole the, the whole recipe has changed? Like, Don, Don was saying he just he just got back from Montreal. He did yeah. JFL. Like, that used to be one of the – that was, like, part of the process. You would do JFL. You'd try to get a deal – with a with a manager or an agent, it it ain't that way no more. There's people skipping that step. 
Yeah. But it used to be because of the internet that people don't have to move. Right. When I, when I started out, all those presidents of the, the, the networks would come out there. They don't they get their secretaries to watch it on, you know, whatever. Or, what the fuck was, like uh, online, like on YouTube or something, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't but, quit because you uh, you're fired. But, but new faces is still a big opportunity for an up and coming. Yeah. But I talked to some guys that did it and you know, the whole industry shut down right now because of the strikes. So the people will be like, Hey, I love what you do. There's just nothing we can do for you right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't even know why they're doing it. Yeah. How do you like, I mean, this, you know, being able to have the power to be able to control your own stuff and put out your own content and being able to monetize it and keep everything is an opportunity that, you know, Dom, you know, Dom didn't have, you know, like you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't have done that in the eighties or nineties. I mean, you know, just hiring a production crew would have cost you, you know, five grand for a day where you can hire a kid, you know, like me for a couple hundred bucks with a camera and a mic, you know, for an afternoon and get stuff, you know, it's, it's amazing. Just, yeah. You're a retard. When you Dom used to go, right they'd be giving out deals. People would go, they'd give out holding deals. These people get like two, $300,000 holding deals. They wouldn't do anything. You know, CBS would give them a deal. They'd just be locked up for a year. Then they'd be doing stand up and be like, I hope something comes out of this. You know, there was one summer I got three TV shows. No, not, not uh, obviously not Seinfeld, but it was really amazing. I had a, f- had a football show on Comedy Central. It's a Showtime, you know, special with the, the night up and young coming uh, uh, Ju- yeah. Ju- Joe Rogan and uh, who's a guy uh, one of my favorite guys people hurricane hero heroin heroin uh, doc uh you talking about Mitch Hedberg yeah yeah he yeah. was so fucking funny a kid so I, funny. I, said, I said please babe you gotta you gotta get this kid a spot so you know hey once he saw, saw them the audience fucking loved him really doing doing basically old kind of comedy but it was just this, you know, this hip kid and you know, you know, just I, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, what about the elevator? <laughs> elevator escalator. Oh, yeah. Steps when it was broken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fun. He called Rice me is really night. good if you're really hungry and you want a thousand of the same thing. Yeah. Are <laughs> do you do you consider your style comedy old school? In a lot, I like think you- so. I, I think, you know, I hit really hard. It's a lot of jokes, uh, but I also do, you know, a lot of crowd work and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm back to storytelling as well, which is kind of uh, a lost art form. You know, there was a big boom in it when Ari Shafir was doing This Is Not Happening a few years ago. Everybody was kind of going towards long form storytelling. And, you know, Dom, you were overseas and it's like in England and Scotland, that's what everybody does is like, these big long stories and and they'll punch them up. Um, so I like doing that type of stuff too. And I, you know, I always strive to kind of be original and have nobody else like me. And I feel like I've accomplished that. And I know like the guys that are the real heavy hitters never want to go on after me, which I always take as a compliment, you know, where it's like, I don't leave a lot of meat on the bone. I go up there to, to saw everything down. And, you know, Jim Brewer did an impression of me once we did the Paramount theater together. And he said, I just come out where it's like <laughs> kids watching. Oh, my God, what's happening? So it's just like I don't want to leave anybody not laughing. You know, I, I go at them real hard. I want real big belly laughs. 
Like I, le I learned from those guys that used to kill like people back in Canada, Jeremy Hot used to annihilate. Oh, like people would be falling out of their chairs laughing. And I was like, okay. And Russell Peters for a while had it too. Where he what, was, was, was that scene strong when you were developing? Uh, yeah, that was uh, Russell so Peters. It was, it was Toronto, right? It was in the Toronto area that yeah, you like, yeah. started? Toronto okay. was I was on his it show was... last week. I was on his Ooh. show in Montreal. Russell. 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 Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He's, he's fun to work yeah. with. I heard he's hurting for money. Yeah, right. <laughs> his butlers have a house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think about how much money some of our colleagues make, and it blows your mind. Like, in a week, Russell will sell out like you know an arena or a stadium. I mean, you're like, oh, you just made a million tonight. You know what I mean? I, I, a law, I'm, I'm, I was fucking with the audience, with the audience, and it was like, let's well, put something out. Like, if anybody needs money, see Russell after the show. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. And a lot of people. You know, what was it? Yeah. What was that like, Dom? How was how was that? How was doing that show with him? Uh, it was really fun. He's, he's fun to work with. He's fucking goofball. What was it? It was a yeah. showcase, Tom. No, it's his. It's his. Uh, the big, big whatever. Like the, a gala. The gala. Yeah, it's the like gala. a gala. Yeah, the gala. Mm -hmm. I came out there, give me an applause. I'm thinking. I looked behind me. I think it was fucking, you know, some fucking big guy. There's nobody else. But it was me because I haven't been here that that much. That last three or four years, but it's pretty fucking cool. That's awesome. He said when I first met him, he said to me, "I really like you." He said, I'd "Like you open for me sometime." I think who the fuck's this guy going to be? I like to you know open for me. And then I found out he's like this fucking billionaire, <laughs> you know. Doing the, he didn't do stadiums, but he did arenas, which were plenty, big enough. Yeah. So was he a local headliner when you were coming up there? Yeah, he, Russell's story. He he was like you know he leaned into the Indian stuff and the cultural stuff. And then he did like a Canadian special that paid like $3,000. He put it online. And then, you know, there's a lot of Indian people in this world. They're very mm -hmm. sexual people. They invented Bikram Yoga. Native so Americans, my friend. Native Americans. <laughs> and they're no different. There's a different type of Indian. These are, these are the nice like terrorists. The, oh, the yeah. Hindu. Uh, yeah, something he like actually, that. He actually <laughs> told us that somebody else put it on YouTube. He was in what it was. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah he, did he didn't post podcast. It. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't post okay. it. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Go, I mean, and, go ahead. And that blew up. And I remember seeing like I remember he started selling out clubs, and I remember him leaving with like a pocket of ten thousand dollars cash. I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. And that you know, back then that was him just getting started when everybody mm -hmm. else was maybe making you know fifteen hundred a weekend. And he was walking with 10K, and I'm like, oh, he's on to something. So it was always a really nice guy. He'd take the young comics out for dinner and stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, blow them. Really good guy. <laughs> he snuck that in, Doc. What'd he say? He said, he said, blow them. Yeah. He would bl blow them. Blow them. them. <laughs> who, who, else, who else was in Toronto that's uh, still working? When you oh, were coming out, like, like, did you have did you have a uh, a class of comics you came up with? I mean, those guys were ahead of me. The guys, most of the guys that I came up with, but I was the only guy to move to New York mm -hmm. out of that class because I was like, I really want to do stand up, and a, a lot of the other guys moved to L.A. and they kind of just, you know, they're still struggling by the wayside a little bit. But Jason Rouse was hilarious. Uh, 
dirty comic. You know, he he went and toured England. A lot of guys left and went to England because mm. there was there was money over there, right. and uh, and they loved Canadians over there. But Jason Rouse, I remember Harlan Williams was a bit before oh, okay. me. He's he's, yeah, he's great, great. Yeah, Cat uh, Norm Macdonald came up through Canada out of Yakima. Oh, really? He's dead, but yeah. still great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey started there and the guy that ran yuck yucks mark breslin who really mm -hmm. knows comedy he was like "Ugh, this carry guy's awful i can't use him he stinks and then of course carry went on to blow up breslin liked edgier stuff mike mcdonald was a guy that you guys probably never heard of and he was so prolific and so well, they funny had, they, they had the show it was, called, it was a sitcom right yeah yeah we got yeah. it here yeah crazy like mcdonald yeah yeah and now there's so many comics in the world it's it's insane yeah bob kelly was saying the same thing he thinks he thinks there's double the amount from when he started yeah oh like for sure for he sure said it's, it's crazy i think i think covid and you know being able to do you know internet podcasts it getting much easier to produce the content and like the short form video is perfect for comedians it's perfect it's like the perfect you know, style to get, you know, for quick, for quick jokes, you know, that's what people, you know, want to see. I think there's like a big resurgence in, in comedy right now. I mean, you look at Netflix, I mean, there's tons of specials on there, you know? Yeah. And but there's a lot of bad comics too. Yeah. There's a lot of really bad comics out there too. All right. What's, what's your opinion on like the, the crowd work reels? Do you think it's getting, do you think that's a good thing? You think that's no, a, it's like, so it, oversaturated. There's there's like 15 good crowd work comics in the world, but it's like everybody thinks they you. can do crowd work. <laughs> Dom yeah. said thank you, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you Dom, watch, Dom watch it. It's, just, it's open mic like bullshit. It's like, where are you from? Is this your girlfriend? And that's a clip. You know, but it's like heightened yeah. crowd work is elevated thought, and it's, it's not easy to do. Big J Okerson's a master mm -hmm. of it. Um, you know, there's very few people that do it really well. Dave Chappelle that was doing San, San Francisco, the late show, and he said he was taking on saying on stage like till four or five, and the waitress, I said, does he do material? And uh, she, the other, the other who booked him said he he does all straight material. I said I didn't see much. You should, anyway. Many later, he goes to this guy. He goes, "Where are you from, man?" He goes, and the guy goes, "I'm still from Pittsburgh." <laughs> Long show. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, uh, I saw him a couple months ago here in in San Francisco. How long? How long did he do, Brian? Brian was like three or four hours. I don't know. They, can't, they can't even sell drinks or anything. These poor girls. Yeah, they, he he didn't he didn't do that long of a set. Because uh, I, I didn't see him at Punchline. He does those over at the Punchline here. Um, he'll yeah. do those like three or four hour sets. But I saw him over at one of the theaters here. And he did probably like an hour, hour ten. It was great. That's good. Yeah. It was It was. What's, it was good. What's, what's you, Dom, like like for, for you and Dom, Matt, like what's your tell, opinion? Tell him to stop asking questions, will you guys? No, no. I, I'm, I'm curious. Like <laughs> etiquette, if, if you're like a mainstream act and you do, you come in. You, you bump somebody and you you stretch long. Is there a fine line to how long you should be able to do? Like well, yeah. they don't they don't follow, they don't follow that line. They do no. whatever the fuck they want. They do whatever they want. Chappelle does shows at the stand here in New York City, and he goes. It starts at ten. He sells tickets for two hundred bucks a pop. They sell out 
in five minutes and the show starts at 10, which means it'll start 11, 30, 12. He'll do sometimes two walk. or three hours. <laughs> and, and he'll be smoking cigarettes on stage probably too, yeah, right? And, yeah, exactly. He, he was smoking cigarettes in, mirror, in San Francisco. Looks, looks at himself in the mirror a lot, like, mm, I'm looking good. And then he'll do, uh, then they party till like seven in the morning and Busta yeah. Rhymes will show up and the mayor of New York and, you know, the poor staff is just running around till seven in the morning. It's crazy. I would probably imagine he tips those guys out, though, right? He tips the staff out really yeah, well. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he takes care take, takes care of those people. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. He's rich. What are, what are you going to do? He's, well, I mean, he's some become rich people more don't, of a philosopher. You know, don't do it. Right, he's so. a philosopher now, I think. I think he's gone past that point of being a comic. I think it happened a few years ago. Are, are, are they allowed to sell food and drink if it's open that late? Like does, the, does the does the club lose money? Are they hurting yeah, too? The girls lose money because they can't work. I, I think I think they make money for a bit, but I don't know. I yeah, there's no way it's not. Yeah, it's not. Long. Yeah, it's not worth it for them. I'm sure if Chappelle's doing a couple hour, you know, sets like that, he's gonna you know tip them out. You know, I don't know. I mean, I like Dave, but I don't think so. <laughs> people get so excited. Certain people don't tip. You know. <laughs> I did a show with, I'm going to uh, leave it in. Steve Byrne was headlining at Gotham. And uh, I, this is years ago because I was still hosting. And uh, they go, okay, do five. Seinfeld's here. So he did five, brought up Seinfeld. He did 40, then brought up Chappelle. He did 40. Then I did five of Buffer and then brought up Steve Byrne. And Steve Byrne still annihilated. And the people were just so happy that they saw Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld on this, you know, $30 ticket Yeah, that they were ecstatic. People get so excited to see these guys, you know, Louie had that kind of juice for a while when Louie would he pop by. He had to show everybody his dick. He had to show his dick. <laughs> it's not everybody. It was like <laughs> eight women, probably four of which were liars. That never, that never crossed your, your, your mind, Dom, to, uh, you know, boost your career a little bit. I can't get it out of my pants. It's stuck. It's stuck to the wall of my dick. I like Sarah. Sarah Silverman told me, Louie asked her if he could mind if I show me my dick. And she goes, that doesn't really bother me. And he did. Yeah. she was telling me she, she jerked off. She didn't, she didn't touch him. What a conversation could you have? Oh, so what else? Oh, yeah. That's congratulations. I think I, I did a bad one. There's got to be, oh, man. Hollywood's a weird place. Yeah. Rest in, rest in peace, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> While we're on the topic. People loved him, huh? Yeah. Especially Dom, did you the, ever? Did you ever the kids. Dom, did you ever cross paths with Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, I the think I, I did um, a bit uh, SNL, but he wasn't step like, he wasn't dressed like Herman, you know? Mm. It's just more like you know, kind of wild beat, offbeat. It was like the big thing. And it was, yeah, like, I, that, I, that, that, that made him a star without the show. Whatever, you know. Yeah, that, I I seen on a podcast he um he auditioned for that show, yeah. and then he he got beat. He lost. He he got beat out by Gilbert Godfrey, and then he was so upset about it. He developed a Pee Wee Herman character, and then it was just like crazy after that. Which is pretty crazy how like, he was likable too. Bill, Bill, Gilbert wasn't likable, but he was fucking hilarious. Gilbert you, you, was so funny. 
Were, were you a writer on that show, Dom? No. I don't write. I don't got any talent in anything else but that little bullshit act I do. Yeah. That's it. If I get the light, I get off. <laughs> I, was telling the, I was telling the audience, you know, when I was just fucking around, I said, let me show you something about show business. See that, that, bar, that red thing? That light tells us when to get off. So it has like, and, and, and what I do is, what, what are they going to do, really? If you don't get off, what are you going to do? Yeah, they're gonna come and take me off. They're gonna run it, me. It, it, gonna it depends. Hook. It depends the level of comedian. Yeah. Like some sometimes they shut the mic. They put the light off. But if they're there to see you, yeah, you you guys got the key. The headliners. You guys got. I the came key. up when I came up. The rule was okay. There's this story. There was this guy named Larry Horowitz, Canadian comic, and uh, they're on the road. He goes. They do this one gig. I don't know. It's a daytime gig. And they tell him, they go, the sandwiches outside if you want. So he goes and grabs some egg salad sandwiches, throws them in the back of the car, drives six Ugh. hours to the next gig at night. This is somewhere out west in Canada. Hot sun beating down on these egg salad sandwiches. Larry Horowitz didn't give a shit. He'd wreck a buffet. So he gets to the gig, just fucking mows down three of these egg salad sandwiches, goes up for the late show at night. So belly's all grumbling. And he thinks he farts didn't shits his pants on stage right and in the front row they smell the shit and people are like what the fuck is that and he's like hang on i'm gonna be right back and the host runs back and goes back (laughs) up does five minutes horowitz goes off stage comes back with his blazer tied around his waist (gasps) didn't even change his pants just cleaned himself up a bit comes back up with the blazer finishes the last 15 minutes and this was like an urban legend true story back in canada and uh, everyone goes, you know the moral of this story, right? And you want to say, don't steal and eat egg sandwiches. But the moral of this story is always do your time. That's what people got <laughs> from that. Always do your time. <laughs> it's great. Shit his pants. You shit. I fart on stage sometimes. Now, Dom, you I, must do it too. I don't know. I, I'm concentrating on my work. <laughs> You're not aware if you fart? How loose is your asshole? Hey, what was that? Oh, me? Sorry. I I, yeah. I farted like five minutes into my 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 feature set like two weeks ago, and I I didn't I thought it was the whole front row knew I fucking yeah. read it on their face. I, that was a, the first time I ever had it happen. I'm sure yeah. you know that's fucking. I'm sure it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. I do it a yeah. lot. The address it a lot. I, I'll try and make sure there's either a big laugh or I'll just talk a lot louder right when I do it. And then, uh, but the, I was at Stand Up New York maybe three months ago and it wasn't going well. And I just heard like a, <laughs> and they heard it. Front row heard it. Nothing I could do. I didn't address it. I just go, uh, uh. I, I think I stepped back and forth. So I was pretending the stage was creaky. Hmm. Hey, uh, the uh, the record you broke. How, how um, who who had it before that? Steve Byrne. And and how close how close were you to his number? Was it Steve like... did Steve did thirteen sets in a night. I did twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Did you, did you start earlier and have like a little bit? I think I started an hour or two early. I started at four o'clock and went until two forty in the morning. That's great. I hardly knew him. Okay. 
Yeah, I was trying to double it and I couldn't get, I was trying to get to Midtown and then back downtown and it wouldn't work. Oh, you did so New York? Yeah. It's the only place you could really do it, I bet, right? I think so. I, don't have enough I think Austin's on the come up, though. Austin's got a big scene. Probably yeah. within a year or two, there's going to be enough rooms there. Have you have you been down there yet? I feel like I saw a picture of you down there, right? Or no? I'm gonna I'm gonna swing by, uh, check out Rogan's Club mid August. Sweet. There's a spot down there. Cool. Has Dom done it yet? Dom, if no, you I went saw to Rogan, he took us over to see it, but uh, it hasn't been opened yet. It was open in about a month. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah they say it's great. Well, Joe, you know, he he has a heart, you know. I mean, he'll he'll make sure. You know what he did? But the people they wait, keep waiting for it to open. He just start paying them, even though they didn't even work for like two two months. That went on. Yeah, it's pretty lame. It's pretty nice. Uh, His podcast is doing well. You you'll start making that type of money within a month or two. <laughs> Let's say I gotta wait a whole more fucking month. Yeah, That's genius, my friend. Yeah, it's when cool. You did it's that cool when you thing, water, do you talk what. It's cool when you hear stories like that, like that he paid the staff before it opened. I I just they found don't out. That you don't, yeah. I I just found out that um, Portnoy, I'm not going to say the name of the business, but a South Philly cheesesteak place called him when Pats. when he when, when he was, he was when he was giving money out to small businesses. Yeah, sent him a text and said, "Hey, I see you're helping businesses. If I don't get." If I don't hit this number by the end of the month, I'm going to lose it, and it's it's a known business in the city. He Portnoy called him in like 17 minutes, like 20 minutes. Called him up, said, "How much do you need?" Said, wow. "Wired wired him the money." Mm-hmm. Like that's a class act. You don't you don't hear a lot of that. That's crazy. Like didn't even know him. That's wild. Uh, Ari Shafir did that when they took uh, this is not happening away from him. Because, you know, he had a Netflix deal and Comedy Central got all ticked off. So they go, we're going to shut it down and uh, no one's getting paid. And Ari was going to pay everybody on the crew until the show switched over. And then, you know, Comedy Central, I think, picked it picked it up and gave it to Roy Wood Jr. Uh, mm. So they all did. But, you know, Ari's got a big heart, too. His uh, new special was great. Yeah. That came out. Jude. I don't know. What, yeah, Jude was, I don't know. It was like six months ago, eight months ago now. Yeah. It was really six million and then, viewers, and then there's the Zuckerberg and the Musks of the world that are that are fighting. I don't understand the motive behind. That. They don't need the money. It's like what the fuck? Publicity, man. You know the guys that did the airplane. No, Z- Zuckerberg and uh, and and Musk supposedly they're they're going to do a fight, like a celebrity boxing match. Yeah, they're he's training and everything. It's all over the internet. It's fucking for what? For what? What, what did it? Maybe it's for the charity cause. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, charity, but you know, boost the boost the business. You know, sometimes it's fun to just you know knock out someone in a wheelchair at a show and then say it's for charity. <laughs> When's your Don, uh, when- how fun was doing? Uh, I'm dying up here. Uh, the, the cast of you know the forty year olds. They were great. I mean, they, they, they like it was not one st- awkwardness. Or just, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sestino? Santino. 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 Yeah. And uh, like those guys, Al Magical. You know, they yeah. had such a good time. 
they were just they wouldn't start, they wouldn't listen to any of us that actually were there. Yeah, like Jim Jim Carrey and I were there, and the fucking make it stood up to sound it funny. Thing I mean, they asked me about it. I was fucking there with Mitzi Shore and all that shit. So can't you ask me? I don't ask for but much in did. this world. Um, and then the director, excuse me, I lost my voice. I hate that in a talk show. Um, where was I? I'm a fucking, uh, You're talking about the director from um, the I'm Dying Up Here. Yeah, they had a fight with the, she had won an Academy Awards. She was feeling it, that girl. And uh, it, it fucked it up. Jimmy, Jim Carrey came in and I said, what are they doing? Because like, you know. It's like I put I put money in, but he can't be on the floor professor. And oh. I thought it could have been a good good show. So oh, you weren't you were, you weren't you you weren't happy with it. You didn't think it was good. Uh, I wasn't happy with my part, but you know, I'm not a fan. Wow. <laughs> it, I only like went, show. it only went what two seasons, right? The show. Two seasons, yeah. yeah. I I liked I liked the uh, cr- you guys remember crashing? I thought that was a really Raw, oh yeah, I like that. Dub Dado and then Pete gets, big, the, big gets the <laughs> gets the New York, and then two days later, he's a made man. Oh boy, I, that was a tough two days. Oh jeez. <laughs> did you think it was, was accurate? Really all, right, all right, did you think it was accurate or no? You thought no, it was no. A, I thought yeah, it, it was like oh, I'm struggling real hard. Oh, now I'm hanging out. I'm sleeping on Artie Lang's couch. Hey, I got a warm up <laughs> job. Look. I'm auditioning for the seller now. Boy, this is really flying. <laughs> yeah, quick. yeah, it was fast paced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Birbiglia's uh Sleepwalk with Me was good. Yeah. That was Birbiglia's pretty good. was great. Brilliant storyteller. The, the, he he had a movie that was similar to the, like up and like coming comics. Yeah. Where he uh I, I forget the, the the premise was something along the lines where he was working at a bar, he did stand up, and then like road gate a road manager fell on his lap and he just started working yeah i thought that i thought that was really good there was another one with like uh what the indian guy that like uh is a movie star now and he was in that chippendale show on hulu what's his name god one just came out it was called Mm. uh the opening act i think steve byrne wrote oh yeah yeah I'm, i'm pretty sure it's fun to watch comedy in a movie or a TV show. And then you're like, uh, I thought Comedian was great when Seinfeld came back from after he did, uh, you know, that was the show. Orny, Orny Adams, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was great. Weird. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was he one of my favorites. Does, he just doesn't get it in life. You know, Orny, he, he's not that bad a guy, but he's just so fucking annoying. Yeah. He, he just <laughs> doesn't. He said to me one tonight. I was going to go on after him. He goes, Dom, do you ever want to switch? Do you want to switch this show? I said, why? He goes, well, you know, I don't want you to be. You, I, I come with a lot of energy. I don't, know, I don't want you to have to follow that. I go, you know what, Ernie? I'm going to take a chance tonight. I'm going to give it a shot. It's been a while. You know, I don't do that much stand-up except for every night. So, all right. Yeah. I'll stay where we were. And, and then after, I, I, I fucking buried him. Afterwards, <laughs> I, was, I told the audience what he said. I said, "Do you really think that I could have not?" Been? The audience said, "No, we love you." I mean, I was, don't you know? Do you do shit like that? You know, but he does. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of dicks in this business. But and, I mean, and, and a, <laughs> name names. A lot we of got, good we got people. Time. 
a lot mm -hmm. of good people. And then also there's people that are like horrible people. But if they do one nice thing for you, you're like, a, he raped four women, but he put me on that show. I mean, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's very down to earth. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be, you got to know him. And not be a woman. That's all. <laughs> All right, when 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 you play in uh, the Philly area again, because majority of our listeners are from there. Oh boy, too? I don't know. I'll PA, be, you know, I do South Jersey a lot. I'm at Uncle Vinny's a lot, but uh, I'll try and do Philly. I'll probably do Helium. We got uh, we, we got listeners all over. We got listeners yeah. all over the U.S. Man, all, right. all my dates are on uh, Aaronberg.com. I'm doing the road less because I'm doing uh, Street Famous a lot, but I get out there and. Uh, I'll be out there. I'll be out there soon. Once I start drawing again, I'll be on the road. Awesome. What do you mean again? You didn't at once? Yeah, I had, I had a good I had a good go about a year ago. It was going well. What happened? I don't know. I got to figure it out. We're here for you, man. We share your pain. I don't what know happened? what it is. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to sell a lot of tickets. I don't know what's going on. Fuck them. You're better than they are, except for the you're right to the top. Except That's what I'm going to call my next else. tour. I'm better than you are. <laughs> Aaron Berg, thank you. Guys, thank hey, you for having me. It's been man. an honor. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. I got to come visit you, Dom. Let me know uh, what hours I'm allowed in the home, and I'll bring you by some soft food and Wouldn't stuff that like that. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> That's very sweet, even the image of it. You and your little bald head. <laughs> you should wear tight little pants with that, though. Yeah, wear some. Uh, wear one of those bodybuilder onesies, and I'll come in with some soft chocolate pudding for you. From Waters and Rock, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, bed, thank you so much for having Thanks me. I appreciate it.